Oh, I love my little mushroom head. I'm so glad you like it. We're celebrating Chrissy's birthday today. We should probably start the episode before we discuss all that. Nah, we're just gonna... Are you gonna start? I'm starting. Start again. This is I'm Sorry What the Podcast, episode 99. I'm Amanda. That's Christina. She doesn't need to talk today. Wait, I've noticed on like the last three episodes, we don't let the other person introduce themselves. Like when we have the power to start the episode, we're like, fuck you, you don't talk. I'm going to talk while I can, okay? I'm going to talk and only I'm going to talk. <laughs> oh, I forgot to wash off the contour on the one half of my face. Don't tell the men we can shape shift or else they'll tell the church. <laughs> they'll tell the church. They'll call us witches. <laughs> I want to watch that video again. It's been too love long. Her. She's so funny. Just contour, contour your nose. You don't need nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line, though. Is don't tell the men. If the men find out, we can shape shift. They'll tell the church. <laughs> uh, it's so it's so good. I love it. Uh, how's it going? What's up? Um. Pretty good. Got my period on the way here. So, love and life. You better be. We just celebrated you and are continuing to celebrate you after this. It's it's true. So, I was driving down here, though, and it literally felt like I got donkey kicked in the baby maker. And I was like... That's good. Cool. Awesome. Love it for me. And then, like, okay, I gotta stop and get my doll and caffeine or I'm gonna be cranky by the time I get there because I'm gonna be crampy. Truth. So, I did. And now I'm all up on caffeine. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you could Dude, never do drugs. You no, would die. No, I totally would. Because yesterday when I had two cans of Mountain Dew, I'm not even having an energy drink. I'm having Mountain Dew, like a seven-year-old. Cans, and like cans, the small cans. The small 12-ounce cans. Two of them. Within like a seven-hour range. It wasn't like, bam, bam. I didn't shotgun the bitches. And I'm like, I call Amanda and I'm all fucking hopped up on caffeine and then i get home and i'm like i was up at three and i was like oh i'm kind of tired but then i just like sat on the couch and i was like i gotta do something so i did laundry colored my hair did the dishes vacuumed no that was today what day is it i colored my hair (laughs) where am i what's happening (laughs) where am i i did my laundry and colored my hair and once all that was done i like sat on the couch and it was like 4 30 and i'm like i'm gonna lay down and just close my eyes for a minute i woke up at 2 45 like a, it just crashed like a child hey sugar high good for you you slept really good last I night slept hard <laughs> it's like a fucking rock i woke up and i was refreshed as fuck i was like first of all what dimension am i in what happened you're lucky you woke up refreshed as fuck because i would wake up and feel like i died for a good 12 hours <laughs> i know my body was like that was a delightful crash raising the dead and be like oh my god i hate everything right now it's like when you overwork a computer and it just shuts itself off it's That's like what we're happened. having problems bye we're having problems goodbye and then it just turns back on in seven hours and it's fine that was me yesterday <laughs> That is my computer in a nutshell, so I get it. I get where you're coming from. Uh, and then I got here, and Amanda had a little... My, I'm so... Why are my glasses are fogging up? 
you're fogging your glasses up. This fleece is really warm. Um, I got here at Amanda's. Here is Amanda's because I came to visit and finally see her house after <laughs> her living here for like six months. Here is Amanda's. Amanda's is here. <laughs> this is here at this location. And she had a whole little party set up for me and complete with a sign that says worst birthday. What is it? Worst party ever? Worst period party period, period ever. ever. <laughs> and then a whole bunch of black balloons that say happy birthday, bitch. You're old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Something else. And then Melissa got me a puzzle of our logo. Mm-hmm. Coolest fucking thing ever. Mm-hmm. And then Amanda mm-hmm. got me a coffee cup that says I'm a slut for tacos. A taco, if you will, which is... Accurate. 100% accurate. If you know, <laughs> you know. And then, <laughs> and then I got a little uh, mushroom head for my penis-shaped microphone. Correct. And then... Little hands. Little, little hands. And a face mask. The little hands. I should have brought them down here so I could clap when your story Yay. was done. Yay. <laughs> I got her those little joke hands because they make me laugh. I'm definitely going to bring those to work and just pretend to type. <laughs> look over your shoulder. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you like it. And then I made brownies, so we'll do a happy birthday brownie evening, and we're going to go out to eat. And we're going to drink margaritas when we get Yeah, back. we are. He brought tequila and margarita mix last night. Fuck. And then we can, like, play a game or something. Mm-hmm. Or just sit around and shoot the shit. Or maybe find a horror movie to rent on Amazon and just We don't fucking... know what's going to happen, we're but just it's going to get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we're just playing it by ear, man. She... So first when I told her, I'm like, well, we could go out to eat or something. You're like, well, that's lame. And it's like, oh, you want to hobble around what the in fuck a bar? You want, you want to go out and party? You're 32 years old, Grandma. <laughs> and you have a, a trick ankle now. <laughs> <laughs> we best not. We best not. We best. Hey. <laughs> Not in the middle of a panty. Right on, to- on top. On top of a Jean-Claude pandam. We're not doing this. <laughs> I gotta go to work next week. <laughs> We're plumb out of sick days. <laughs> I actually just reloaded because I had surgery like three days before the first of the year, and at the first of the year, I get 56 more hours of sick days. Well, good for you. I don't even get sick days, and now that I'm considered part-time, I don't even have any PTO. It's exciting. It's it's exciting. I'm excited for me. <laughs> I can tell. Your, just your whole tone of voice, your mannerisms, Everything just changed. It. <laughs> changed to a different human. Maybe not even a human, a reptilian. I'm a reptile. How are you guys, huh? Like, what's, what's up? Up. Nothing, huh? Okay, cool. Great. Good talk. <laughs> Shit. I don't know how to do this anymore. I don't know what's happening. Well, my week was a little crazy. Oh, yeah. How was your week? <laughs> by crazy, I mean not shit. I fucking worked. I mean, it was Chris's, it was our uh, two-year anniversary, so Aww. I drove home one of the nights that I work, worked. And then I drove back. I didn't get to the gym this week because I worked six, like six o'clock in the morning and it just was not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I worked multiple like 11 hour days and I was <laughs> exhausted by the end. <laughs> Four and five year olds for 11 hours, Mm-mm. like like 17 to 20 of them. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot. It was a lot, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Came back. Then I had a headache this morning because I don't think I drank enough water at work this week. Ugh. So I was real 
dehydrated. I chugged water and went to sleep. No, you texted me that, like you had a migraine, and I said, all right, and then I realized when I woke up, I'm like, that probably sounded bitchy, but I was like half asleep when you texted it to me. So I was just like, all right, what, uh, whatever. Bitch, I didn't even care. I was like, I need to close my eyes. You can suck my dick. I Be, be mad. I'm, I'm just trying to get better for you, all right? And I wasn't I wasn't at all, but then when I woke up and you were like, good thing, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I reread it and I was like, oh, that came off bitchy. That's not what I meant, but I was sleepy. Dude, and those TikToks with that guy and his best friend, like, you're my best friend. Yeah. Oh my gosh, all of them make me laugh and I want to send you every single one of them, but I feel like that's overkill. But that one today when it was like, I, didn't watch I don't that even know one. that guy. I was guy. asleep when you sent it to me and then I forgot to watch it. Well. Let me go ahead and turn it on. <laughs> all right, should we get yeah, back into it? actually do this should i tell you a story amanda props props bobs do you want to uh hear a story that's gonna make you fucking furious with righteous anger oh well that's a very loaded question well you have to because it's the only one i have oh okay well then go ahead (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna tell you what story Tell me the story. You're really building this up. It better be good. 18-year-old Shanna Grice. Okay. You ready? Yes. Or it could be Shayna. I did not watch a news article, so I didn't... It's either Shayna or Shanna. Let's be honest. Half of them say it different anyway. Yeah. So, she started her new job in the summer of 2015. She was 18 years old uh, as a receptionist for Brighton Fire Alarms in Sussex. It was allowing her to save money for the wedding she plan- was planning with her boyfriend, Ashley Cook. Okay. Uh, who was a carpenter. Uh, the couple had been together since middle school. Okay. However, uh, she met a 26-year-old mechanic named Michael Lane, uh, and he introduced himself to Shanna at work, and there was, they described, like, an immediate attraction. And the pair soon began a secret on-and-off romance that lasted a couple of months. Oh. Now, it said it lasted over a year. However, the whole story spans a year, and I mm. feel like it didn't last that long. I feel so. like that doesn't make sense, then. Your timeline doesn't make sense. Right. So, uh, Shanna started to notice Lane was a little too into her. Uh, he became obsessive and controlling, and she broke things off with him, intending to go back to her fiancé. So, some articles indicated that they had broken up. Mm. because of this and some indicated that she was like seeing michael on the side and still with her fiance okay uh so it was like a little murky but either way she was wanting to be with ashley yeah end things with the shana lane lane michael lane lane oh she's the she's shana or shana gotcha uh but michael did not want to accept it uh for over eight months he became even more obsessed with her he, that's why I was like, it was like eight months of him stalking her. So there's no way that they were, it's not an on and off thing for a year. It was the on and off thing for like a couple of months. And, and then, then he, he stalked, stalked her. her. Yeah, that's not, that's not an on and off relationship. Right. That's a stalker. So he refused to accept the breakup and said to a friend, she'll pay for what she's done. He began stalking her, going so far as to put a tracking device on her car so that he would know whenever she moved somewhere or go somewhere. And then on February 8th, 2016, 
Shanna Grice complained to the police about being stalked by Lane after receiving unwanted flowers and damage to her car. From the first contact with the police, Shanna told them she was scared of Lane and had and his volatile behavior. She said, I don't really know how to start this conversation, but I think I'm being stalked. In the 911 call she made. Mm-hmm. Or 999 call she made. Right. Uh, she told police about repeated incidents of damage to her car, of Lane hiding by her house, and even unwanted attention paid to her. Despite detailing the months of persistent unwanted behavior by Lane targeting Shanna, the police closed the case following a short investigation, and Lane was advised to leave Shanna alone. Okay. So they said, knock it off, and that was about it. Right. Okay. So about a month later, when police would again be contacted about Lane's behavior... Um, This time it would be Ashley Cook's mother who contacted the police about Lane attacking Shanna outside their house. So, on March 24th, Lane snatched, he, like, was waiting outside the Cook's house when Shanna came outside. He snatched her phone and grabbed her hair, or grabbed her by the hair. He was arrested on suspicion of assault, but later was released, and Shanna was issued with a Fixed penalty notice by police for wasting their time by not disclosing she had been in a relationship with Shayna. Or with Michael. Yeah. Are you, okay, I'm... So she was fined because they asked her point blank in front of Ashley's mom if she had been with him. Like, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. They didn't, like, kick her off to the side or anything like that. And so she lied because she didn't want to... Right. And so because she didn't wasn't telling the truth on that and like Michael showed them text messages from her like when they were together. Right, like see, we actually had a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like she's like my girlfriend, basically. They issued her a fine and basically told him to stay away from her again. And that was it. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. So because Shanna didn't or I kind of already went over this. So Shanna didn't reveal her on and off relationship with Lane during the questioning. And Lane informed the officer that Shanna and he, and he were having a sexual relationship. He did admit to assaulting Shanna, but showed the officer some of the communications of the text messages between them. And uh, Police Constable Godfrey recommended that no action be taken, and she was given a 90-pound fine. Oh, my God. Okay. So then, on July 9th, Shanna would call the police again, this time with a more terrifying story. She called 999 at 6.48 a.m. and told police officers that an hour earlier, she became aware of someone in her bedroom watching her sleep. What the fuck? I hate everything about that. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I would never. I don't know what I would do if I woke up and there was somebody in my room. Like, yeah. So she became aware. She woke up and became aware that she could hear a man breathing in her room. Oh, good. Oh, that's even worse. So she laid still under the covers until she heard them leave. And then she got up and looked out her bedroom window and saw Michael Lane walking away from her home. What the fuck? He had used a stolen key to let himself into her house and watch her while she was sleeping. I just stood over her and watched her sleep. You're so vulnerable when you're sleeping. That's so scary. Ew, okay. So police came to Shana's property or Shana's property to investigate her complaints. The officer in charge who dealt with Shanna decided to arrest Lane for theft of the key rather than any more serious charges of stalking and gave him another warning to leave Shanna alone. There's no like 
breaking and entering since it was a stolen key, not he wasn't welcome. Nope. They're, that's fucking bullshit. All right. So after this, um, Shanna kind of relied more on friends and family to keep her safe instead of going to the police, asking for them to contact her if she hadn't been in touch every few hours. Wow. Over the following days, Shanna would contact the Sussex police on two more occasions about sus- suspicious phone calls she received from a withheld number of heavy breathing on the phone. It's the breathing again. Um, and she was told there would be no further lines of inquiry and the case would be left on file and noted, but they wouldn't do anything. On July 12th, she Isn't reported to police that she was being <laughs> followed by Lane. Michael treated the case as low risk, or the police treated the, treated the case as low risk, but that the investigating officer would be made aware. I just don't understand how it's low risk. He's proven that he's willing to break into her house and steal a key, and mm-hmm. I just, I don't understand. Okay. Then on August 4th, she saw Lane loitering outside her home. She confided in her friend Joanne Pumphrey that she was afraid that police wouldn't believe her because of her previous fine for wasting police's time. Although Joanne was a witness to this, Shana did not report the incident to the police. Okay. Then on August 25th, Lane waited until Shanna was alone at her home and let himself in. He slit her throat and set fire to her bedroom. Holy shit, that went from zero- that was a- that escalated quickly. Mm -hmm. Alright. She was 19 years old at the time of her murder, and her killer was 27 years old. Jeez. Her body was found by Ian Cook, her boyfriend's father, in her home at Christery Road in Portsdale, East Sussex, when she didn't return any of the phone calls that the, anyone was making to her. Those ones that she was like, hey, because this, there's nothing happening to like fix this, could you guys just like call me every couple hours to make sure that I'm alive still? Thanks. Mm-hmm. That's so sad that that had to be her mentality yeah. with this whole thing. And she was right. That's yeah. the only way that they knew that she was something was wrong. Right. <sighs> oh, God. Okay. So, Michael Lane was arrested the same day at his then-workplace. Uh, he initially lied to police about his movements that day before admitting that he had gone to Shanna's home. But he claimed he had found the front door open, then found Shanna's body in her bedroom. He claimed that they panicked, then left the scene without calling 999, checking San- Shanna's vital signs or telling his family what he had found. He claimed that he only kept quiet because he felt that he would be accused of her murder. Yeah, okay. Trial lasted two weeks. And he was found guilty uh, and sentenced to life with a minimum term of 25 years. Okay. Okay. So Now what? That can't be it, huh? No, it's not. Okay. So, Shanna Grice's parents, Sharon Grice and Richard Green, said their daughter would still be alive if Sussex police had acted on her complaints. The judge, Justice Green, also criticized police. During sentencing, he said there was seemingly no appreciation on the part of those investigating that a young woman in a sexual relationship with a man could at one and the same time be vulnerable and at risk of serious harm. The police jumped to conclusions and Shanna was stereotyped. Mm-hmm. Sussex, Sussex police revealed that Michael Lane had been the subject of complaints from 13 other women. Most so this, of, this guy's just got like issues. Mm-hmm. Like he needs, wow. Okay. Most of the complaints related to the three years before Shanna Grice's murder, except for one which allegedly occurred within the preceding ten years. Okay. 
A domestic homicide review report concluded that Michael Lane had harassed 12 girls and young women between 2006 and 2016, and he had been arrested over claims he groomed a 14-year-old girl. He was not charged over the 2010 grooming allegation, which was marked on his arrest record, but it was not noted when Shanna Grice reported him for harassment. The allegation dates to when he was a volunteer scout leader. After his arrest, he resigned from the scouts. He was told the allegation would be considered if he tried to rejoin the organization. But when he did so again in 2015, he was not recognized as a past member and he volunteered for several months. The failure to recognize him was put down as a temporary glitch in the IT system. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ugh. The report said that Lane had used youth movements, which appealed to very young women and girls, to allow him access to his victims. The Gross. report also mentioned an account of Lane being very controlling in another relationship, of him bombarding women with explicit messages, loitering outside their homes, pestering women to sleep with him for money, harassing two women he met in a pub, and sexually assaulting another woman. So this was all on file. This, and... So they didn't, like look him up they just they did nothing yeah i'm and i don't even know how to explain how i'm feeling right now boiling with righteous rage i'm pissed i'm flabbergasted <laughs> mm-hmm. flabbergasted and this isn't even in like the 60s and 70s no. this was 2015 this was no five fucking years ago uh... so in august of 2019 it still took four years it was announced that the Sussex police would no longer fine people for reporting domestic abuse, abuse or wasting police time. You fucking think so? Mm-hmm. That, that I, <laughs> you're, you're getting fined for a... I don't... Okay. I'm just gonna drink my monster and... She's so fucking mad. I don't know what to say, but I want to say everything. I, like, want to yell She's everything. She's boiling with righteous fury. I might be. So... Sussex police apologized to Shanna's parents and referred itself to the Independent Police Complaints Commission, which launched an inquiry. Facing charges of gross misconduct for the way he handled the complaint, Police Constable Godfrey told a police disciplinary tribunal in 2019 that she, the text he saw would be signed with five kisses from her. And he was quoted as saying, this is not harassment. It was a smokescreen to disguise her affair. There was nothing there to make me think she was in any type of danger whatsoever. When were the texts from, though? Like, that's... Even if they were from a week ago, at this point in time, it's not wanted. And that's... I just don't understand. I could have texted him yesterday. And now he's at my house when I told him not to be here, and I don't want him here... That's harassment. He came into my house with a stolen key, and I was texting him last night, even. Right. And I'm not okay with it, but I'm in trouble. All right. Cool. Oh, my God. I don't give a fuck. I'm so annoyed right now. Shanna's housemate would later speak about the impact on being fined by police had on the teenager. Emma King told jurors at Lane's murder trial a few weeks before she died. She said to me that no one believed her. But if it did happen, and because of the history of everything, it looked like she was lying. (sighs) Justice Green said of the police, You jumped to the wrong conclusion. She was treated as the wrongdoer and having committed a criminal offense. And Michael Lane was treated as the victim. There was seemingly no appreciation on the part of those investigating that a young woman in a sexual relationship with a man, which is what I already said, mm-hmm. could at one and the same time be vulnerable and risk serious harm. Mm-hmm. So that was the full statement he read. Right. 
So following the murder trial, the police watchdog led a two-year investigation into the way officers from the Sussex police had dealt with the case. Thirteen police staff were investigated for misconduct, one for gross misconduct. Former former PC Trevor Godfrey was found by disciplinary panel in 2019 to have committed misconduct, but by not investigating Shanna Grice's complaints of harassment. And Shanna's parents said she paid for the police's lack of training, care, and poor attitude with her life. Mm-hmm. And that is the story of 18-year-old Shanna Grice and her murder. Oh, my gosh. From her stalker. Her stalker. I don't give a shit if they they were, like, together ever. Well, ever. Like, that doesn't matter. And that's it's so like annoying. That's, like, the thing with, like, fucking Beetlejuice. Yeah. Where he would email you, and at first, you would, like, respond politely. Yeah. But then it got to the point where you just stopped responding because he just would not leave you alone. Well, but, like, that would be, like, you responding politely and then you calling the police because he's fucking stalking you. And the police going, well, you don't seem like he's stalking you in your messages. Right. Like, your messages don't seem like, okay, so... And it's just like I didn't dare block him because I wanted because then I don't know what I don't know what's happening at all. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm not gonna not see what he's saying. Mm-hmm. I don't respond anymore, but you know, it's just. But that's the it's the same scenario. Yeah. You know what I mean? She could be she could have been responding just to respond, mm-hmm. or just to even like. Put down the flame a little bit. Like, right. don't be so crazy. Like, see, it's fine. You're being a stage five clinger right now, and I need you to take it down a couple notches. Putting, like, a, a smoke screen, mm-hmm. like they said, but in the opposite way. Like, trying to make it, okay, just Diffuse calm down. The exactly. Calm down. Things are fine. And go about it in a different way, because clearly the other way wasn't working. Right. So it's just, <sighs> I'm just so... Boiling with righteous fury. Yeah, I'm really glad that my story is lighthearted because... <laughs> I told you, I was like, are you ready to boil with righteous fury? <laughs> because I am, like, angry. And I'm sure a majority of our listeners are probably doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, are you fucking kidding are me? fucking kidding me? Um, do you want me to tell you something that I heard on last podcast on the left on the way down here that made me die of laughter and I don't know why I thought it was so funny? Yes. There, it was the Alistair Crawley part one. I just, I just started re-listening to it because the third part came out And today. Henry at one point goes, there's nothing more discom... What does he say? Hold on. Oh, what's the word? I'm not going to be able to think of it. But he said, it's like something like there's nothing more disconcerting than a grown man living with a roommate. And then Marcus goes, especially if he's a wizard. <laughs> and then Ben is like, I mean, I would think that wizards would have to live with roommates or on the street. <laughs> but I was like, dying with laughter because it's like, there's nothing more disconcerting than an old man living with a roommate, especially if he's a wizard. <laughs> I totally listened to the um, Richard Chase ones again. Oh my god. Richie! I'm Richie! <laughs> I think those are my favorite ones. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, these are so funny. <laughs> Just... fucking, fucking Henry. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. But yeah, no, I'm just... To everybody involved i feel in- like every time we touch on these stories we have to like reiterate that if you're in a relationship where the person one person is being extremely controlling like they have to check your phone all the time and they have to know where you are that's not love mm-hmm. that's abuse 
Physically, mentally, or emotionally. Mm-hmm. Or sexually. Stop it. Just because you're in a relationship with somebody doesn't Call your mean dad. That. Have him come get you. Right. Call your big sister. Call your brother. Call somebody. Call your best friend. And don't get us wrong. Like, we know it's not that simple. But. But maybe hearing the story will make you realize that. Right. Open some eyes, hopefully. Hey, this can escalate very fucking quickly. Because mm-hmm. at that point, the only thing physical he had done is, like, pull her hair and steal her phone. Mm-hmm. Not that all the other crap wasn't just as bad, but it went from zero to 150 real fucking quick. It went from pulling hair to breaking into her house and watching so, her sleep to slitting her throat. Right. And that went in a period of, like, two months. Yeah. So. It's just, it's one of those things that you have to be aware of people. And... It's so easy to put on those blinders where it's like you think about the good things and not the bad things. And then afterwards, once you're out of a situation, because when you're really close to a situation, it's really hard to have perspective on it. When you're out of that situation, you look back, it's like, I didn't even realize that was abuse, but it was abuse. And I, it like, I forever am changed because of Mm -hmm. this abuse. So it's just, everybody needs to remember that it's not just getting pushed around. The abuse is not just getting pushed around. If anybody is making you feel like you are lesser than as a person, that is abuse because right. you should be getting built up in a relationship, not torn down. Correct. Okay. Also, girl, you need to pluck your eyebrows. Oh, don't look at them. Don't look too close. I know they are growing everywhere, every which way. I've been busy this week, and, and I was sick last with week. Your third eye, right? You got one hair that's super dark right here. I have one here, one here. I told you it's good unibrow maintenance, and I have not been on it recently. I've been fucking busy. You were talking, with life. and what you were saying was very important, and I was listening. I promise. But I was also like just zeroed in on that one hair right in the middle of the unibrow that I can prominently see. Okay, my eyebrows are just playing tag right now, all right? <laughs> They'll be done later today. When I put on my makeup, I will pluck out the things that do not belong where there's... I have eyebrows growing on my eyelids. Oh, whoa. Here, take a look. Get real close. Oh, I can see the sun hits them just right now. They're oh, glistening. You know what the best thing is? When I put on my foundation and I have these going and on, like, and you can see... Stick out. <laughs> You can see them all. You should put mascara on them, just like your another set of eyelashes. <laughs> just, I thought Thick was in. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Shit. Right. So, that, so that's us getting uncomfortable because it got really serious, and so now we had to be joke around a little bit. <laughs> Good job. Hey, that was That was interesting. I and infuriating. Go forth and conquer. Thank you. Down- Anyway, let's continue. All right, sounds good. <laughs> just gonna leave it we'll on do, the floor. We'll do this later. We'll do that later. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, ready? Since I just threw my phone across the room when trying to take a selfie of us. Let's just uh, pretend that didn't happen and keep on moving. Just gonna leave it where it lay. And <laughs> whoops, <laughs> I made a mistake. As she was saying, my arm isn't that long, and it just flies out of her hand. <laughs> whoops! <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy! All right. So this is going to be not super long, but it was kind of an interesting, weird thing. Okay. Are you ready to hear about the great feather heist? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a yes? Yes. No, that's a no. I don't. 
We're done. Podcast done. All right. The extreme manacle psycho laughter is definitely a negative reaction. (laughs) So... In the summer of 2009, administrators at the Tring branch of the National History Museum in London discovered there had been a break-in. Dun, dun. Dun. Dude, I have dun, dun, dun written in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) That's the laugh we're going with today. Great. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I love being trapped in a room with you in that laugh. (laughs) It sounds like this evil villain, and I can't stop it. It just keeps coming out. Uh, The break-in was in the room that contained about 750,000 rare and extinct bird specimen. 299 had been stolen. 209? Fuck birds, man. They're terrifying. They really are. They're like rats with wings. I agree. Um, Where did these specimens come from? Well, let me tell you. Hey. Hey, guys. She's going to tell us. I'm going to tell you. Uh, There was a man named Alfred Russell Wallace. Russell! uh, Back in the day of Charles Darwin. He knew him. He was actually friends with Charles Darwin. Hey. Uh, I fucking... Hey! Darwin! I know him! He's a name dropper. Get it? Um, Santa! I know him! My Santa! I know him! Darwin! I know him! Um, So, he actually had the same theory as Charles Darwin because he was a biologist and Darwin was just a bigger name in the science field, so he's the one who got credited for the theories that they figured out. Anyway, Of course he did. Fuck you, Darwin. So he was a biologist and a leader in um, natural conservation and life on the planets outside of Earth. <laughs> so he had a lot of, like, really interesting I- ideas. Like, he was the first one to be like, okay... So we need to start taking care of the world because it was very much like nobody thought about it back then. Mm -hmm. And he also was one of the first like leaders on talking about like extraterrestrial life possibly. But then he also was into big into spiritualism and did seances and he believed in all those spiritual photography things. And he also was an anti-vaxxer. Oh, good. Let's talk. Hey, let's talk about that. Should we talk about that? <laughs> no, I feel like we probably shouldn't. <laughs> Sounds like a great way to polarize the audience. I feel like we should talk about it. All right. In 1862. <laughs> Amanda's just going to talk over me while I go to my TED talk. No, no. We're just going to stop <laughs> because I'd like this to go somewhere. <laughs> Either way, like 50% of our audience is going to be like, turning this off. All right. So. In 1862, he arrives back in London from an eight-year trip to Malaysia and to Indonesia, where he got lots of bird specimens and bugs. So mostly he got bugs, but a lot of, like, tropical birds and... I'm picturing the bug guy from Big Bang Theory. That, oh, okay, I thought of that, too. <laughs> um, but but he, I tell you, this is... <laughs> it made me laugh because it was like, he's the leader in, like, conservation, whatever. And being a biologist at this time was literally going to countries and killing things and bringing them back to study. <laughs> like, that's what it was. So that's not necessarily conserving the, the uh, environment, but, but whatever. But whatever, I mean, oh... Golly gee, it just paged down on me. Give me a second. <laughs> okay. So at this time, feathers were a huge fashion trend because it was during like Victorian time. So I forgot that this was about a feather heist. Yes. <laughs> yes. I got f- lost on the biologist train and forgot that this is called the great feather heist. <laughs> 
In fact, I found that there was a, uh, the most, one of the most valuable things that was lost on the Titanic was a trunk full of, like, rare feather specimen that were being hauled across sea. What were they, like, the fucking dodo birds? Or that's what Probably. Happened. That's what happened to the dodo bird. Dude, at this time, people were doing weird shit. There was a guy that made an entire, like, coat out of hummingbird feathers. That means how many fucking hummingbirds did you have to kill to make an entire coat out of them? That is excessive, sir. Exactly. This Everybody was excessive. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, anyway, um, once it was known that populations were depleting... And obviously... You're killing all the fucking birds for your coats, you jackasses. Right. Once people started realizing that, obviously popularity went down and he still had all of these fucking feathers. So Wallace sold off most of his collection in the end to, like, uh, all sorts of different things. Like, the museums, people that were, like, collectors of different whatever. Mm -hmm. So he sold everything off to make ends meet because it wasn't a lucrative thing anymore. Um... Eventually, they ended up in the National History Museum, where they were stolen from. Fun fact. <laughs> they were The reason that they were kept in this, like, Tring site uh, was because in World War II, they were afraid that the Natural History Museum would get bombed by the Nazis. And so they took their most, like, valuable things and put them in an less lesser known site. Oh. So I was like, ah, so interesting. So this was an inside job. Yes. So they, well... It was in the Tring site where it got stolen. I know, but... so someone had to know that they stored them there. Yeah, but this is like, he stolen in 2000s. Um, this is back in the World yeah, War Two. So it just didn't, it wasn't a secret anymore at that point. They just forgot them and didn't get her anymore. <laughs> so, What's fifth... in there? Just a whole bunch of fucking feathers. I don't know what to do with it. Alright, <laughs> so now we're going to come back to 2009 when they discovered that things oh. were stolen. What? Um, 15 months after that, 22-year-old Edwin Rist, an American studying the flute at the London Royal Academy of Music. Is he just, like, looking at it? Just studying? He's just studying In it. a room, staring at a flute for hours? You, you are some sort of, some sort of funny today. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, that's what it is. Um, he was arrested in his apartment. Um, who is oh, this guy? Did you, you said arrested? Yes. I heard resting in his apartment. I was like, so this motherfucker's just taking a nap? He's what does this have to do with the story? <laughs> He's just snoozing. So this is like All a year okay. and a half after the heist actually happened. He was arrested. Okay. So um, Edwin Rist was born in 2000, or not 2000, in 1989. So he's our age. Okay. Okay. He grows up in Hudson Valley. Um, he, at 10 years old, he becomes really into fly tying which is making fly fishing ties sounds real cool oh my gosh I, what a coolest. fucking nerd <laughs> right and uh so he would compete and go to festivals about <laughs> fly tying i bet you he got a lot of pussy right <laughs> everybody's throwing their cats at him um, <laughs> at one of these fly tying conventions he was introduced to victorian fly ties which were the super colorful ones that had all the tropical birds before they stopped Letting people have those feathers. Okay. Um, and he pretty much fell in love with them. <laughs> it's so random. Uh, felt, listen, I'm very passionate about Victorian fly ties. Fly ties. <laughs> it's, it's my life's work. That and looking at a flute for hours on end. So, 
Fly ties, like Victorian style fly ties, can go for like $2,000 for the feathers alone on them. So how do you tie these things? <laughs> so, hold on, what? I'm sorry, let's back this train up. Where can I get these feathers? That is if you're able to acquire them. Oh, oh. I'll tell you how you can get them. Oh, uh-huh, I see where this is going. There is actually a black market. For feathers? For feathers. It's called the Feather Underground. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I keep slamming the thing because it makes me laugh. <laughs> As I'm studying this, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm um, just picturing this like... <laughs> so a lot... This like black market underground ring where somebody opens up his jacket and <laughs> just feathers. <laughs> feathers. It looks like fucking uh, Katniss from the Hunger Games right. when she spins around and turns into the Mockingjay. Yes. Feathers. <laughs> feathers. Feathers for everyone. Uh, so, and then, like, when the cops come by, he, like, swings it shut, but he's got, like, a f- one feather just sticking out of his hair because it flew <laughs> up when he opened his coat. I don't have any feathers. Oh, no. With feathers. <laughs> Hi. Hi. That was Welcome funny. to my brain. I'm glad you entered because you were in the same... <laughs> That space is me. So usually people would have to go to these like black market things to get tropical bird feathers. I'm sorry. It's so hard to get back into this after we're like shooting the shit about feathers. I'm sorry. I can't um, stop nose laughing. <laughs> but a lot, some people can get them from like the Bronx Zoo would n- not necessarily sell them, but they would. Uh, like when the birds molt. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So they'd give away feathers or whatever. So when he was arrested. He was surrounded by Ziploc bags of what remained of the specimen that were stolen from the National so Natural these, History like, Museum. Feathers, or were they like stuffed birds? It was like feathers and skins, and basically any sort of. It was a bird flying past okay. the window. <laughs> <laughs> they heard. They heard. <laughs> Fucking Hitchcock the crows are happening. Um, and then he had like skins and plumes. In like a boxes in his apartment, like so he just—I don't know how he managed to move all of it, but he did. Well, feathers are really light, so <laughs> I mean, a ton of feathers is the same as a ton of bricks. I know, but did he, he didn't take a ton? He took two hundred ninety-nine specimen. Yeah, that's not just two hundred ninety-nine feathers. Wasn't happy. But if there's boxes of specimen, that's a lot of moving back and forth to try to just. I feel like I it, there's no three stealthy boxes way. Of of bird specimens. There's once. no stealthy way of just stacking up three boxes and walking <laughs> out. You'd have to go back. You'd have to go back. You don't know. You don't know. You were there. I feel like feathers are light, so fuck you. He, they were specimens, not just feathers. <laughs> there were skins attached. The way you said it. That's exactly the way you said it. It was like, feathers are really light. Fuck you. They were specimens. I did not say fuck you. You fuck you. Your tone fucking said it. Yeah. Yeah, but... You can't say that's exactly what you fucking said and then not say what I said. <laughs> that makes no sense. You don't know what I fucking don't know, okay? Yeah. 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 Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay, now so. Now fuck me. Fuck you. Yeah, now fuck me. Fuck you. Get fuck out my house now. <laughs> fuck out my house. How many porns were made on this couch? Oh, this couch not comfy enough for you? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that so, was a total sidebar. Sorry, back into it. So, Riss was charged with uh, 
organizing the heist. The way that he did it was he started casing the room, posing as a student photographer for about a month. And then he came in with a glass cutter and latex gloves and large suitcases. So that's how he got him out. Just... <laughs> Just like cartoon a big old style. <laughs> bank robber style. <laughs> That's what I imagine him coming in. Where they run with like knees to chest, but their legs are like bow legged pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ding, 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 ding. Why do all of them look so gangly, you know? <laughs> They're all limbs and no body. <laughs> So he began selling the feathers and the skins on the black market, you know, the feather underground. Um, and most of these buyers were fly tires. Why did it just jump? So it, it keeps just a jumping. whole bunch of fucking nerds. Some... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, they So they were all obsessed with Victorian fly ties and they'd all buy them. Uh, Wrist used thousands of dollars that he made selling these to buy a new flute. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> the coolest kid on the my, my eyes are filling with tears because I was trying not to laugh because I felt like it would have been the loudest laugh you ever heard because, oh my fucking God, what a fucking a-hole. As far as I could tell, though. Get he... out of here, Lizzo. You don't need a thousand dollar flute, motherfucker. <laughs> what a fucking dumbass. Just go to a god fucking... Pawn shop. Yeah, but he's a big... You just spat. I watched I it hit me in the I'm face. I'm sorry, but if you're going to steal a flute, go to a high school band room and steal a flute. He didn't steal a flute. I know. Why didn't he? He, he planned a whole heist to buy some fucking feathers. He could have just planned a heist to steal a flute. Two birds, one stone, Nielsen. He <laughs> likes to fly tie. I think it was 299 birds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Specimen, not birds. Just <laughs> fucking feathers, okay? <laughs> Uh, two birds, one stone. He could do his fly ties and he could get a flute. All of his dreams came true. <laughs> I'm done. I quit. Hey, pick your microphone up. <laughs> this is this is fucking stupid. Uh, the stupidest part is, as far as I could tell, he was never prosecuted for anything. Just and give he... us our fucking feathers black, weirdo. <laughs> now he lives in Germany and he makes heavy metal flute videos. <laughs> Sorry. What? And that's the end of my story. No, I'm you just back that ass up and say what you just said again. I'm sorry. What? He was never prosecuted and now lives in Germany and makes heavy metal flute videos. <laughs> what a fucking a-hole. I'm sorry, that's you're a what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you stole feathers to buy a flute and now you make heavy metal flute music? Yep. Yeah, you better whip that beams bang out of the way. <laughs> Listen, I just got my hair cut and I hate it. I did it at Fantastic Sam's because I couldn't get in with Kat for like a month and a half. My hair was dry as balls. So I went to Fantastic Sam's and they gave me this like 80s mullet. I fucking hate it. I, I don't like, want to talk about I it. I went from Professor Snape to Lord Farquaad and I don't want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> Do you think he might be compensating for something? <laughs> I just loosen out of my <laughs> Oh god, so sexy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still the... single. I almost said ladies. ladies. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that, but no thank you. It's just not 
my cup of tea, you know? It's not my cup of penis. I mean... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> not my cucumber. <laughs> uh, fuck. Oh, fucking heavy great, metal flute. Yep, the Great Feather Heist. That's my new metal band name. <laughs> heavy metal flute. Yeah. <laughs> we are heavy metal flute! And then there's just gonna four, be this two, one... three, four. Burly, like, burly. Like, I want a big, burly six and a... Ball. Six foot eight... Bald with neck tats. Neck. I was thinking. Named <laughs> Lars. I was thinking. That just beard. like twiddles his fucking fingers and plays flute. <laughs> I'm a concert penis. <laughs> My two tangle. Uh, oh. uh, it made oh. me laugh. So that was, was like, a good, good job. That was a good combo. Yeah, my my uh, 100th episode one is pretty uh, heavy, so I was like, we need something I didn't do anything for 100, so maybe I should find a funny one. Go forth and, and just conquer. call for it and just say, because I was going to do one and then I forgot to do it. Good talk. <laughs> you had all this fucking I know, time. I had, we've been talking about episode 100 for... Weeks? Before you even win your surgery. I know. I'm going to have to, maybe I'll just do it this week. And I just you're gonna have to do it this week. We gotta record it for next week. <laughs> you don't you don't really have a choice. I wanna record it in person, so we gotta figure that out too. Um oh let's close this up. Like your legs. I thought we were supposed to spread the word. Oh. End ourselves. We are. Just close your legs. Just only on your terms. Yeah. That's the thing. That's Don't the be th- their booty call. You be... Wait. They be yours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's important. Good for you. Thank hey, you. Hey, like, like, review. Do you know... Wait, hold on. I forgot to tell you. I've had like five dudes this week call me Fluffy on dating apps. Fluffy? I'm sorry, but that is not something that you should... Hey, Fluffy. Excuse me? It's like Fortune Feenster. That's not a compliment. Thank you. That's not a compliment. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. And then they're like, what's up? After I don't respond. Like, get the fuck out of here. You called me Fluffy. (laughs) Fluffy? That's not, that's not a thing. Don't make that a thing. That's not a thing. That's not a thing, guys. Guys. Uh, anyway, like, review, listen. We've got 15,128 downloads, and we are now in 63 countries. So that's exciting. Whoop, whoop. Way to go. Thanks, guys. That's great. We're really trying merch. We're gonna... It's gonna happen. We just don't want to, like, start something and have it be shit. So, so I think we're gonna to... have to just randomly order from different places what we want and see what we get. Yeah, we're trying to just Just bite the, the bullet thing. and do it. It's not going to be, like, the the cheapest way of doing it, but it's also going to be the best way, I think, yeah. so that you guys can get good stuff. So. And then we can decide if we like them or not and come up with new ideas, so. Correct the mundo. All right. Well, All right. thanks well, for listening. See you later. Bye. Spread your... So, we already said that. Bye. Catch you on episode 100. I don't know how to say it in Spanish. <laughs> Bye. Adios. Adios. <laughs>